0: Welcome to the Bread and Cup Podcast, hosted by Corey and Shauna Burris. They are a former pastor, a college teacher, and Pacific Northwest coffee lovers. Mostly, they are Jesus followers who find themselves in lots of interesting conversations with non-Christians, former Christians, wondering Christians, and young adults from all kinds of backgrounds. And we want to invite you into those conversations. The Bread and Cup Podcast is a place for real talk about the Bible, life, and what it takes to move beyond the easy answers. So let's grab a cup and join the conversation.
1: Welcome to the Bread and Cup Podcast. I'm Corey.
0: And I'm Shauna. Welcome back. It's great to be sitting here with you, drinking coffee and eating sourdough. I think we have just not managed to move beyond that um, trend.
1: Basic white girl.
0: Basic white girl trend. I am that. uh, And I guess I just have to acknowledge it. Um, Today's coffee is actually, it's not one you can even get. Some good friends of ours came over for dinner some time ago and brought us something called Sweet Maria's Sumatra and uh, Sweet Maria's is apparently the origin of the bean and they are roasting their own micro 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 batches so it's fun. Yeah it's been fun it's nice
1: to try new things and you know all that. that They
0: really upped the ante on a hostess gift huh the like
1: yeah, we'll make our own wine and see how that works out. Oh, goodness. We are not doing that. <laughs> no. It would be funny, though.
0: It would be funny. So. But we don't have time to make our own wine, which is maybe where we should start with
1: yeah. this. And so, with an apology. Yeah. So we've been gone for a while. Month? I yeah. just going to say a while. <laughs> um, And so we wanted to give you kind of a quick update on why we're back and then kind of like where we're at and what we're going through and maybe you're in the same boat kind of a thing and have a discussion a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, We are going to try to be a little more regular about production of this, but we are also going into like holidays and other things. So no promises. But um, uh, Basically,
0: we love having coffee with you. We'll try to do it regularly, Um, but we're not going to make any promises because we don't want to disappoint.
1: Yeah. Well, let's start a little bit on on that front in terms of uh, promises and kind of where we're at. So the big change that happened was about six months ago, you got a job.
0: Yeah, I got a uh, a new job. A new job. Yeah. I went from being, um, you know, we've we've talked about our intro even says college um, teacher. And that's true. I went from working at a very small local program and doing some adjunct for a local university um, along with, Just doing contracted learning development stuff, uh, which basically means I don't know. I I write lessons for adults. I went from that um, to a full, very full time job. Right, Um,
1: probably more than.
0: Well, in the beginning, for certain, it really is a dream. It's a dream where I get to take this background in um, adult learning and sort of discourse an academic discourse, and marry it with our passion for foster care. And you put those two hands together to borrow from Joey on Friends, and you end up with my new job with the University of Washington School of Social Work um, and their CARES program. So uh, they do not know about this podcast, nor do they endorse it. It does not reflect anything I do in my vocational life. But man, when you're trying to build a brand new program and launch it on a statewide...
1: You've been very, very busy. And so as (laughs) much as... uh, So if I had to monologue, it would be like these two-minute podcasts that wouldn't be that interesting anyway. Yeah. So we took a little bit of a break. We didn't really communicate very much about it, but um, mainly because we didn't know, Yeah, I
0: mean, we kept sort of hoping we could sit down. And I think the other thing that came up um, was not just that there was some schedule change, although that's true and I, I would imagine for you know, for the six people that listen to this, their schedules have changed too. Thank you both. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you so much. Um, <laughs> thanks, mom. Uh, that you, they, you, your schedules are changing too, right? As right. As um, mandates are lifting, as for those, you know, for those who are get the vaccine, as vaccines are becoming more common, people are just going back to what maybe isn't a pre-COVID schedule, but is a more rigorous schedule. Sports are up and running and churches are meeting in person. And some of that sort of chaos of life is beginning to pick up. And so um, one of the things that was interesting for us is because my new job as my old job was largely from home, my new job is almost entirely from home. So you and I both work from home, but full lives. And um, we had found that bread and cup is supposed to be an extension of conversations we're having individually with a wide variety of people out in the community. We haven't been doing that.
1: Yeah. And and that was a big piece. Like we had, you know, queued up a lot of conversations that we had had and we're using that as kind of this like springboard. But then those conversations had um, stopped happening for a yeah. while. And then we got really busy, and we've been, I mean, even our family will be like, oh, we know you guys are busy, so we can't really, you know, hang out with you. And so there was a bit of that. And, and another part is that, and we've talked about this before, is that, like, we have this um, kind of set thing that um, our Sabbath, yeah. so for us, which happens to be what we do on a Sunday, yeah. is we really kind of hold that, set that apart. Yeah. And so we try to make sure that we don't have other things going on, that we're not um, overwhelmed by what we're doing. Not that this podcast is overwhelming to put together, but more of like just making sure that we
0: Well, when there isn't space in any other day, right, Right. we we, we try to be protective of the periods of rest because it is what allows us to do everything else. It's also biblical. And while we are not Jewish in any regard... I mean, I may be... You could be. We haven't done the testing, but certainly not from a like cultural standpoint. I think, yeah. Right. I could say something about like I don't know what y- you You shouldn't. We can but... just stop there. All right. The other thing I that, mean it
1: would be pretty funny, but it, I'm I'm sure it be would be
0: hilarious. Slightly So one of racist. the things I don't know. Uh, Oh goodness. Wow. Um, one of the other things that we would like to invite you into, and this is gonna become a full scale episode and conversation and possibly more than that, is one of the things that we found, as COVID played itself out, we were um, we were really involved in our church. I mean, we'd been we've been in the church yep. that we're part of for over seventeen years. Really involved, and in many aspects, um, our our personal not our identity, but our valuation our valuation of ourselves, oops, our valuation of ourselves, and certainly our valuation of our Christian standing um, was really tied into um, serving in that place and having relationships in that place. Well, and
1: part of that is because, I mean, we grew up in the church. Yeah. We went to a Bible college, which yeah. became a university, but it was a Bible college um, when we signed up for it, at least. Yeah. I was a pastor. I was a licensed pastor for a few years. Yeah. We were in ministry together. So yeah. a lot of um, what church is and was. Yeah. Uh, Or a lot of who we are was rooted in what church did. And so like, even even with our family, I think at times we would say things like, you know, like if we would go to a family event and and your family, one of the things that always comes up is, I mean, you were just with some family or what? What do you where you guys go to church now? Or what are you doing for this? And all of that thing. And like, well, how are you involved in your church? That is a that is such an ingrained part of. Personal identity and in, in the things around us yeah. that, um, yeah, that I just think that like it's natural for that to continue, and so yeah. when that got kind of pulled away from us, right? Like, yeah, there was that wall put there. Then by
0: distance, and what we found was, as we leaned into that quiet, as we leaned into the distance, and then as the, you know, weeks turned into months, turned into years. Um it was it was really interesting um what relationships grew what relationships stagnated but stayed like almost went underground like there's yeah. deep potential for them to at any moment start growing right. and thriving but like sort of just went dormant and then what relationships um genuinely just faded away and not not died or like no falling this, out. no like yeah. falling out, just this this very um innate sense of like oh like being unaware of each other, yeah, like I'm not aware that this whole swath of people are no longer in my close circle and. I don't think any of them are aware that I'm missing from theirs either, or you're missing from right. Like it was right. just this that we ascribed a very high position um, to involvement, bar, partly based on the idea of of deep connection to relational connection to a community, and when we were forced to disengage and then chose to remain disengaged. Um, When people started going back, we didn't go back. Um,
1: So in like dummy person's terms, we stopped hanging out with people and we realized and they realized that we weren't getting as, we weren't as involved in those relationships as we thought. And what's great about it, the beauty of that, is that you find the people that are yeah. really important to you, right? There yeah. are certain relationships that we have maintained and-
0: And ma- even not, deepened.
1: Yeah, and deepened. Yeah. Maybe not even on a daily, weekly relash- way, yeah. but like when you get, it's like when you have an old friend, right? And you get yeah. back with them and it's as if nothing changed, yeah. right? It's that type of thing that that we found, even within relationships within our church.
0: Yeah, and so what it's forced us to do, and, um, you know, this is what I think will become an episode down the line. Um, We're making promises, but I'm not putting a timeline on it. That's right. Um,
1: Six years from now.
0: (laughs) Oh, hopefully not. But this, I, you know, and, and these are really buzzwords in the church anyways, but this like reconstruction deconstruction thing that we found, we'd, I mean, bread and cup was born out of all these conversations we were having. Anyways, the questions we were wrestling through and have wrestled through as adults hoping to mature in our faith. So for us, there there really isn't anything new about this idea of um, trying to turn things and look at them from a different angle or um, poke at them a little bit and try to examine them more deeply. But uh, one of, I think, the biggest things that has come out of the last couple months, uh, especially as our schedule's ramped up with new jobs and, and sort of shifting commitments, uh, is that what what do we actually believe church community looks like? Like what, what does that mean? Yeah. Pressed into a corner, forced to define, like, what does that mean to us? And I think we're beginning to land in a place of what we think community looks like. And that doesn't mean that that can't happen in a, in a church of a couple thousand or a church of a couple hundred. It doesn't mean that it can't happen in a building, but for us, um, we're, we're, We've really um, began begun to sort of pull at some of these threads that were fraying, um, well, but without us recognizing.
1: Yeah, let me give you an example. So the other night I went out with some friends um, and uh, while I was out, they, they invited a couple of guys that I had not seen. I mean, we used to be youth leaders over them and these are like younger guys than I am and um, live close to here, all live in the same area, but have not been to our church or our normal church. In years and and, so we were just sitting there talking, right? And um, just talking about different things and faith and God and not faith and football and other things, you know, uh, uh, lots of stuff, right? And while we were talking, uh, two of them that were there, I said, "Well, where where are you guys going?" Oh, I haven't been to church in you know X amount of years. And I remember in the past, I had I heard that phrase, "Well, I've not been to church." In, however many years yeah. or days or months or whatever it is that yeah. that they would say that I would I would have raised some eyebrows and been like, well, what does that mean about where you are with God? Yeah. Um, and yet their their relational uh, kind of I don't know not equity but like their relational their relationship with god had still grown a lot in that yeah. amount of time right and um and i don't think this means that church is bad by the way but but no. like it was but but it re maybe it recalibrated a little bit about it it's clear to me that a lot of things have changed in terms of what is church how yeah. where where is the importance of church yeah. and what does that mean going forward so um I again I don't actually have answers to any of these things. I'm just saying that this is kind of what I'm wrestling what I personally am wrestling yeah. through of I'm like I'm realizing that what I find to be valuable is changing, right? Yeah. And and that's kind of where we're That's at where we're right
0: at. Now. Yeah. I think I mean you and I've talked at length about this. Uh, but again, we want to be careful that this podcast doesn't become an echo chamber of our ideas, but where we're like inviting the other things we've talked about. Uh, but we've really landed on that it needs to be some something that looks like a diverse community. And that could just be 10 people that bring various ages, backgrounds, culture perspectives, you know, maturity, you know, belief maturity levels, like that could be diversity, right? I don't necessarily mean, I just mean brings a diversity of perspective to the table.
1: And I think that's important because if you don't, like, I think for so long, like it's easy for you, it's easy to surround yourself with people that agree and think and look and yeah. feel and t- talk about things in the exact same way as you. Yeah. And um, in many ways, that's what, church has become, right? Like, well, I don't like this church because it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel this certain way. It, yeah. You know, and you can run to a more safe area, but the beauty of sitting down with somebody that you disagree with or ha- just has a different perspective on life yeah. is so valuable in terms of like that listening aspect right. of what we're talking about.
0: And really for it to be a church community, there only needs to be a single point of agreement that we are, we are seeking Christ right. through the Bible. And that, I mean, that could, that could mean an atheist who simply is open to the dialogue. Right. And it could be somebody with a PhD in theology or biblical history who can tell us all the things, right? Like, right. and maybe hopefully both of them in the same room at the same time with right. a bunch of people in between. But so a, a community that has diverse backgrounds and perspectives that, that meets Authentically and consistently. Yep, and who for those who claim Christ share in communion when they meet. Yeah, it, those are sort of the three things that we we've landed on, and obviously those three things can absolutely happen in you know in churches like we've grown up in and have yep. raised our family, and they can also happen in underground churches in nations where it's not a, like and i yeah. think that for us that was a big part of this wrestling of having been raised primarily in the US in a pretty specific type of church background right like assembly right. of assembly of god or slightly non denom right into foursquare sort of shortly after we got married that like that has a very particular lens and as we tried to not disregard the lens but as we tried to adjust that lens um, this time of COVID has really given us an opportunity to scale back and um, engage in sermons from other types of Christian yep. churches. And um, interestingly, some of our friendships uh, that that have really deepened have been the ones the, that really don't share our like prior evangelical right. suburban lens. And so that's been um, a a big growth point for us and has nothing to do with why we haven't been able to record bread and cups, but it is something that I think is fair to acknowledge. And, um, I would be surprised if those of you who choose to listen to this aren't wrestling with something similarly either, because you're running, you're looking forward to running back to what was a familiar tradition or because you found like we did, man, this tradition, like it actually doesn't carry any weight. Yeah, and I think that
1: that for me is like the thing I have been, I always, when I, I'm, I traditionally am a like cast off traditions, cast off yes. like expectations, because yeah. it's like, y'all can't tell me what to do kind of yes. attitude. Yeah. I
0: mean, you definitely had a punk upbringing.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I mean not in Nebraska. I mean
0: you were like a good church boy. Yeah, I was say, like, also <laughs> most of your theology came from tooth and nail records. Right, right. But until but, Bible school. Please don't blame Corey's Bible school.
1: <laughs> yeah. But but like, um, so I have this this like need sometimes to be like, nope, I'm not doing that. Nope. You know, yeah. I, I don't I don't you can't tell me how to do this and all of that stuff. So I I have kind of had to build into myself. A little bit of a check and balance on that of like, well, am I doing this just because I don't want to be told what to do? Yeah. And I, I, so I come back to like the whole idea of like, whether or not you go to a big, huge church c- congregation every Sunday. Um, I have to keep checking myself on that of yeah. like, why am I doing this? Am I doing it? Cause I'm I love having my Sunday morning sitting at home in my pajamas. Yes. Or am I doing it because, um, I'm justifying not going to church? Am I like I have to like, kind of walk myself yeah. through that? And I, I've
0: come. To and this... I would argue we don't not go to church. That's true. I mean that's, that's double negative meaning we do go to church. We just don't go to church the way we were raised to go to church. Right. And and but I would argue also that going to
1: church the way we were raised is not actually bad no not at all i think that's i think part of the problem is is we either side and this is what i was going back to when i was talking with those friends you know i Mm -hmm. was out with is like i used to judge people based off of whether or not they went to church Mm -hmm. and assume their their commitment and their relationship with god sure um and now i'm kind of going oh I can see why somebody could never go to church and still have a strong, growing, thriving relationship. However, you can't do that without community. You can't do that without checks and balances. You can't do that without... I mean, you only turn into a cult, right? And so there's all of these things. You do
0: need to submit to something else. And even if that is simply a diversity of wise voices, right? Like other Christian thought leaders or what, I mean, there's many ways to find those things. Um, but no, you can't just go to the woods yeah. and like find God Yeah, wandering. I mean, you should go to the woods. They're beautiful and yeah. they're healthy for you and your mental health. But like that, that isn't an adequate substitute. Yeah. The The substitute or not a substitute, the equivalent, because it isn't a substitute, the equivalent is community who choose to seek Christ through the Word in right. authentic, ongoing, committed community, and that for those who claim Christ, right, take communion. And, and I that's think, sort of where we've landed. I think
1: that that's become a common theme along, among a lot of people about a yeah. lot of different things of like, we traditionally assigned a label yeah. to values, yeah, and at some point it flipped, and those... That label became the definition of the values, mm. versus the values being a definer of what the the, the yeah. label was, right? Yeah. And so now we go, well, what is church? Like, yeah. what defines good church? Yeah. What defines community? What defines all of these things? Yeah. And how do we, how do we make sure that we are doing that and not just because I think there's people that show up to a church service every Sunday morning and they don't have church, right? Right. And I think you know they have I think, a club meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you can have one and not have the other and yeah. you and you need to stop and go, well what defines church and yeah. how do I how do I have that?
0: So. so yeah, we're we're walking our way not walking. We're wandering, crawling, sometimes scooching our way through that through that and and we're inviting you in sort of I can't even say mid process. Like, we're, we've recognized we're now sorting this out. And that's sort of as far as we've gotten. We think we know the top priorities. Right. That's pretty much as far as we've gotten. And so I think we will continue to invite you into, okay, and now this is what this looks like for us. Right. And now this is what we're learning. And now this is what it looks like. Um, and I don't think that we'll ever land on anything. Um, definitive, yeah. anyway. But um, I look forward to sort of continuing this in the coming months and years. Uh, yeah, to think, see how it plays out.
1: I think that's it. Like we just wanted to give everybody an background, not be like, "Hey, this is where we are. This is what we're doing." Yeah. Uh, but like we've been gone, we come back, and this is the this is the big thing we're wrestling through. Yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of people are wrestling through it as yeah. we have to once again pivot to we're all able to get back together again so what does that what what will that look like and what does that look like in terms of my faith so
0: exactly so um thank you for showing up Uh, and you can always find us on social media at bread and cup podcast on instagram and facebook or you can find us on bread and cup and
1: we may not be posting there a lot no but you can ask questions and we will respond
0: absolutely That's really, we hope to find you there to join the conversation, like, and subscribe. Then find us on Instagram at bread and cup podcast. You can also find us at our website and other social platforms linked in the show notes.